I'm Christy Cooper, birth doula and creator of Little Doula on the Prairie, and you're listening to Birthing on the Prairies. This podcast was made as a safe place for women here on the prairies to come share their birth stories in every shape and form. So come grab a coffee and join us to hear informative, empowering birth stories from women right here in our communities. Well, hello, everybody. (laughs) Um, My name is Christy Cooper. I am a birth doula with Little Doula on the Prairie. I have been doulaing for about three years in July already, which seems nuts. But anyways, um, so what a birth doula is, so I continuously support moms and their families through their pregnancy, birth, postpartum journey. it's honestly the best job in the world. I never really thought I would be down this path, but I'm so glad that I am. Uh, I live in Tofield with my little family. My husband's from Newfoundland. Uh, and yeah, we've set up shop here. So that's what we're doing. Um, I started Little Doodle on the Prairie. I started this, what do we call this? Series? live birth stories of birthing on the prairies i just think it's so cool to hear from real women in our communities and their birth stories um we can really learn from everybody's birth stories so i think it's so cool that women like heidi are out here willing to share their stories with everybody so um in saying that everybody say hello to heidi this is heidi parsons um i did have the honor of being her birth doula for this birth so I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her standpoint of everything so I guess we'll just introduce Heidi um feel free to introduce yourself um let us know where you're at what your little family's doing what are you up to all right well I am Heidi and my husband and I live in Irma we live right in Irma we're both teachers at the Irma school so I'm an elementary teacher and my husband is a high school teacher Um, So we work right in the same building, which is fun. Um, (laughs) It really is. But we, I'm originally from a small town in Saskatchewan. I'm from Macklin, Saskatchewan. And I kind of got, you know, how, you know, in Irma, how the people, the boys leave and then they bring the girls back usually. So that's kind of what happened to me. So I came back to Irma, now we're settled in Irma. And I have a three-year-old little boy named Drew. And then baby Claire, who is, she's not, not so much a baby anymore, but she's like. She's almost going to be, have her birthday soon. She's, she's over 10 months now. So yeah, time flies. Gosh, it's so flying. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, that's so funny. All the boys leave town and come back with somebody or they married the same girlfriend they had from grade seven. Those are the options. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was me. I was around here. I met people from Irma when I was a teenager, and then I ended up coming back. (laughs) I used to play hockey with girls, like, against girls in Macklin. Those are a fierce bunch of chicks. Yeah, Yeah. that was me. I was never a hockey player, but uh, (laughs) my sister might have been one. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your birth story with us. Um, I know I dedicated April to cesarean awareness month so that was all cesarean birth so um i know a lot of people are really excited to get into vaginal birth so thanks for coming on oh that's so funny um so yeah so let's talk about this pregnancy so 
Tell us about finding out you're pregnant. What was that like? It was exciting. Um, yeah. Like we wanted our kids to be like, you know, ideally it doesn't happen the way you always want it to, but we were like hoping around two years apart. Um, so we were pretty excited when we found out because it takes us not like a few months for sure. Right. It's not just like a bing, bang, boom kind of thing happened right away. So we're, yeah, we we're really excited when we found out for sure. That is so cute. Mm-hmm. No. So how was the pregnancy for you? Like, was it a lot different from Drew's pregnancy? Um, not really, to be honest. It's it, the beginning. I was more nauseous with Claire. Yeah. So I was definitely more nauseous. I never was sick, but I was quite nauseous for about 18 weeks. So once I hit 12 weeks, I thought, okay, it's supposed to get better now. But it was like right through a good evening. And it was worse in the evening. And with Drew, I was a little bit nauseous and it was always worse in the evening. It was never morning. It was in the evening. And it was like, yeah, with Claire, I would sit there and I was like Googling all the things I could do, right? So I was sitting there with like peppermint oil and like sniffing peppermint oil and that helped for like five minutes. And then I don't know. I never got that tea until I was further along. Yeah. I think that would have really helped. I Um, love that like first trimester tea. Yeah. Yeah. So So there was, there was that. And um, so teaching was a little tough the first (laughs) few months. How do you even do that? Like, how do you like, well, I had your teaching and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke right now. Yeah. For sure. I, I had to, I finally asked the doctor, I'm like, I need some of that magic pill. That they gave. Well, I went on Dicleptin and it helped big time. Yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing more distracting than, you know, thinking you're going to One moment, children. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Exactly. So, um, my pregnancy was like, it was healthy. It was, you know, nothing. It was, it was all good. It was, I just, do not handle pregnancy very well. Like I am in a lot of pain when I'm pregnant and it, so I was with Drew as well, but it was like, that is one thing I didn't realize before I got pregnant was how much it can actually hurt to be pregnant. So physically a lot on somebody's body to be pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So I had like, Oh, the worst hip pain, back pain. And I, you know, didn't want to be a big complainer because I wanted, I didn't want to seem like ungrateful. Like I was happy, so happy to be pregnant. Yeah. But like, like a pretty miserable pregnant woman to be <laughs> very honest. Well, that's so funny. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of spotting at the beginning with Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like an early ultrasound and everything was fine, but it's still a bit scary, right? You, you never know. No, no. That's like the one thing nobody wants to see ever mm-hmm. when you're pregnant. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, healthy pregnancy, just just pain and soreness. And when I did anything, <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> so, but other That's than so that, it was cool. yeah. yeah. Good. So who did you all, like, what did you want different from this birth? Like when you um, – I guess maybe to give people like a tiny like little background of like your previous pregnancy mm-hmm. birth. Mm-hmm. So I wanted like nothing the same as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so with Drew, pregnancies are very similar. Um, nothing, nothing happened like with Drew that let me know what was about to happen. So I, my water broke at 35 weeks with Drew. And um, I knew I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. Like something like I can't just stay home and hold this baby in. Right. So um, my water broke early. Long story short, we had to go up to Edmonton. Um, I had to be induced a couple of days later. It was like, it was scary. It was filled with panic. Um, we, we just, we weren't expecting it. We yeah. were in a different place. So it was, it was stressful. There was a NICU stay, I hemorrhaged. It was like, yeah, like we had, we got a healthy baby out of it, but it was, it was stressful for sure. So I wanted the opposite, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no, totally. So what did you do to maybe like prepare this time? So did you, obviously, we know we got a little bit of a different birth team going in this time. So like, what made you want to ensure a better experience? So, yeah, like getting a doula was a definitely a big thing. It was mm-hmm. something that I kind of like tossed around for a long time. I followed your page. I thought it was so cool. Like I watched, I didn't totally understand everything a doula did. Yeah. But it was always in the back of my mind when I was pregnant with Claire. And I just thought maybe that would help it be a little bit of a different experience um so yeah I wanted to kind of be more prepared put a more of a team in place um so that it was more memorable more positive more you know like exciting rather than just scary right you know I I totally agree I and like that's a big part of like being a dualist to I don't want birth to be just something that happened to you. Like I, it's really important to me that families go into this birth and it being like the best experience that they can come out of it with. So mm-hmm. I don't want you just go to the hospital like, Oh yeah, we had a baby that that happened. Like, yeah. um, like I want moms to come out of there like screaming, like out of the window in the car on the way home. Like I just had a baby. <laughs> it was amazing. So like, that's huge to me because like, moms like that can like look back on their birth days years weeks from now and be like wow that was the best experience ever and i didn't realize i didn't realize that was a thing i i thought you just go to the hospital and you just have a baby and you know some are a little more complicated than others and some are a little more simply than others but i didn't realize you could actually prepare to have a more positive experience right Mm -hmm. so we like over prepared this time like <laughs> oh man that bag was packed at like 30 weeks and we were like Kyle was right in the middle of fall season of course we're in yeah. our month so we were dragging that bag to Calgary and to Leduc and we like I think we even took the car seat to Leduc because it was so close like I was like we are going to be prepared this time I, my freezer was full I had padsicles coming out of my yin yang like it was just <laughs> I can remember, and you were, like, baking and, like, doing all the things. You are just, like, from, like, 34 <laughs> weeks on, like, every single day, you were ready. I'm going to be ready. Oh, yeah. It was so ready. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I laugh, too, because I always tell people, like, not every single, like, 
a lot of the majority of the clients that I've ever had, like part of like my career so far has been like teachers and nurses. So I'm like, <laughs> I feel like it's like a type of personality of people that are like, we're going to do this. We're going to be prepared. We're going to do all the things. And like, obviously I've had lots of like other types of personality moms too, but like there's a bit, there's a big population of you. Oh, totally. Well, we like Planners. to be prepared. Oh yeah. So like when Drew came and it was like, oh no, like you are way too early. Like I remember my husband looked over at me and he said, oh no, oh no, I'm not ready for this whole labor and delivery thing. And I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're not ready for this? So yeah, this time we're like, okay, let's do, I mean, you can't control everything, but mm -hmm. let's be a little more prepared. Yeah. No, totally. No, yeah. That's so fun. And I'm, I never got you on board until I was probably like 30 weeks, right? It was pretty close to 30 weeks. I yeah. had put in a gift certificate in some sort of fun, like that summer Irma had like six fundraisers every weekend. And so anyways, I'd put this thing out and Heidi's mom had won it. So anyways, she gave it to Heidi and then I got with Heidi. And yeah. anyways, it was so, it was, it was just so funny. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought, I didn't really know, like I thought, oh, it'd be really cool to like have pictures and videos. And that's kind of like the initial thing that I thought about yeah. Adula, like that'd be really special. And then I talked to Kyle about it and he was like, you know, whatever you want to do, but he was a bit nervous. Yeah. Like, you didn't want to feel useless, right? Yeah. Well, you were kind of useless last time. So <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said she'll make you feel she'll make you less useless, right? Like she'll <laughs> take the pressure off. So yeah, no, I no, that's it. so good. Yeah, oh, I'm so yeah. glad that he was game for it because oh, like yeah. that that is sometimes like a big hiccup in girls getting a doula is the husbands don't get on board. Yeah, even my husband like I'm a doula and Russ still doesn't know what I do and he's like I don't get it. He's like, do you catch babies? I'm like, no, Russ. Like. <laughs> I don't catch babies. You don't even like, go down there, right? You're like, <laughs> you don't even go down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a guy. So cool. So obviously we have an uncomplicated birth. Um, we did all the meetings. We were getting all prepared. Yeah. And so where were you planning on doing Viking, right? Mm -hmm. That was the plan. It was like I wanted more of a normal experience, right, in Viking, um, yeah. Yeah. So that means I had to get to 37 weeks to be able to have the baby in Viking. So there was like always some anxiety, right? Because mm -hmm. I thought if my water broke at 35 weeks, why couldn't it break at 30 weeks, right? Yeah. Like it was so random. So yeah, we had to get to 37 weeks and then the plan was to deliver in Viking. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so excited for this story. Okay. So there we are, minding our own business. So tell us about the day things went started. So, okay. So just a little bit of background. I, I wanted the option to have an epidural and I found out a couple weeks before I was due or maybe I was like 37 weeks, 36 weeks. Maybe I found out that the anesthesiologist in Viking was going to be on holidays when I was due. So I either had to be induced like a week early or at 37 weeks or something, 
or I had to go overdue by like 10 days or something yeah. for him to be there. So the plan was to um, be referred to cameras if necessary, right? Because I just, I didn't know. I didn't know if I was going to have an epidural, but I wanted the option. So my referral was the Wednesday before, well, it was Wednesday, like June 18th or something. 19th, I don't remember. 19th. Anyways, nothing, nothing was going on. I felt, I felt crampy, but I had for like a couple weeks. Um, nothing crazy. So me and Drew took off and we went to just kind of like a meet and greet with, with, uh, the doctor in Camrose. And I went in and, um, he interviewed me and kind of, he asked if he could do an exam. And so he, I jumped on the table and he went to examine me and, uh, he goes, so like totally straight face. So you are four centimeters dilated <laughs> and I, I almost jumped right off the table. I was like, excuse me. Like I had no idea. I had, I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling anything. Right. And he said, yeah, you're, and you're totally thinned out. And uh, yeah, this, this baby's not going to take very long. So yeah, I had no idea. So totally uh, different, totally different experience. Yeah. I remember time. getting that text from you when I was at a friend's house. And I was like, not anywhere near Viking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, get in the car. <laughs> like, Mary, I was like wrapping things up. Oh, it was so funny. But yeah, so he swept you, correct? Yeah. So he yeah. He, he said, yeah, you're four centimeters. Um, baby's very, very low. He said, and uh, he asked if if I he could do if I wanted him to do a sweep. And yeah. I was like, I, again, didn't really know much about it. I said, okay. Um, and they told me, well, it, it'll just keep things going. And, and, you know, when you're at the end, you want that baby out so bad, but then you're like, holy crap. Like <laughs> I want this baby out now. Right. Yeah. So I, okay, sure. Go for it. And he said, okay, well, you're having this baby by the weekend. And I said, okay, okay, sure. And yeah, good aggressive sweep. And <laughs> he is quite aggressive. <laughs> I've, I've been swept by this man as well. So yeah. Yeah. sister, yeah. It worked. He, <laughs> he goes in for the goal. That is for sure. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what a membrane sweep is, I guess. Uh, so this is something that you totally have control over. You can consent to it, but it's like basically your first kick at the can of an unmedicated induction. So what the doctor does is he should always ask your consent. You get on the table. They go in for a vaginal exam. Um, If your cervix is soft enough, uh, they can do this. So they use their fingers and artificially separate the sac from the edge of the uterine wall and the cervix. Um, It can be very uncomfortable. I know some people have no pain with it. Some people have all sorts of pain with it. So anyways, that's what that is. But Idea of is it to increase prostaglandins naturally in the body, soften the cervix, contractions, and so be it. So, anyways, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then, so I just started like calling people. So, I well, I asked him, I said, should I be leaving cameras? Like, how fast are we talking here? He said, oh no, you can go home, but I just wouldn't, if things start happening, I wouldn't wait too long. 
because you don't want to have this baby on the side of the road, right? And uh, that was like my husband's biggest fear was he was going to have to deliver this baby on the side of the road. I can remember how like so much anxiety you guys like he was so nervous. Well, and we just we didn't know because Drew wasn't like a, a like typical, so we didn't know. How this was all going to go down if it was more of a natural thing yeah but yeah we were a little we were a little anxious <laughs> <laughs> so, so then i was well, we went through the mcdonald's drive through of course as you do yep. when you're out of irma yep. and we um i was supposed to go to a chiropractor appointment that day too i was going to swing around and go to Sher- sherwood park and go see uh dr joanna and i canceled it because i was like no I don't think I should be that far away. Too far from home. Yeah. 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 I should give her a shout out too, because she helped me flip the baby too. So that was another thing I did to prepare. Yeah. Kyra was a big thing for you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Claire was sunny side up or like, what's the technical term? OP. OP. So she was like face up, right? Is that right? Yeah, it's supposed to be face down for like the best position. Yeah, that was cool too. Learning all about that, she could just mm-hmm. kind of feel my tummy and tell She's me. She's a you know, wizard. Yeah, a total wizard. Like, yeah. so I did all sorts of things. Like, I had to like sit with my legs spread and like belly. Like, I couldn't recline. I couldn't for like two weeks. I did that. Yeah, I never sat back and relaxed all sat with my belly forward I was like on all fours I was doing those crazy inversions you showed me like on the couch mm-hmm. like thumb up in the air and and she flipped so that was another thing that I I was like really into like want just wanted to try to get everything lined up ready to roll yeah that's a so big thing to- we spend a lot of time on too like with my clients and stuff like Um, body mechanics learning about how your body is altering your baby's position all that kind of stuff so by the time labor comes it's a for the most part a swifter easier Mm -hmm. exit and I didn't realize all that stuff like that was you know things I learned from you and things I learned from a little more research this time around like it doesn't have to just happen right like you can actually you know, be active. Yeah, like soften up your joints a little bit, um, get baby in the eye. It's like, if possible, you can yeah. try to do those type of things. And then the other thing was, okay, now you can start eating dates. <laughs> what? All the dates. So I started eating dates. And uh, I don't know, it worked for me. So <laughs> <laughs> love it. So yeah, we um, drove home. I was like, I don't even remember driving home. It was like, I was in a panic because I, I knew, I'm like, this baby's coming. Like, it's coming today. Like, he said the weekend. And I'm like, no, this baby's coming today mm-hmm. kind of thing. So we got home and then, like, I texted you, but then I was paranoid because I thought, what if it's a false alarm, right? Like, I don't want you driving all the way here. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, honey, oh, honey, it's not a false alarm. <laughs> you're four centimeters dilated, girl. <laughs> 12 days later, no. But that's just the thing. Like everyone's so different. Someone can sit at four centimeters for a week or two or, True. and yeah. then somebody can do what you did. So, yeah. yeah. So, and I had that in the back of my mind too. So I had no idea, but I always also had in the back of my mind, my mom always said, I, I don't know if she wants me to tell this, but 
I went from five to 10 centimeters really fast. So you make sure you tell your doctors that. So I always had that in the back of my mind too, right? Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And with Drew, I progressed really fast too. Like it took a, a little longer to get to like six or seven or whatever. And then it was kind of like, boom. So yeah, I had that in the back of my mind too, that that might happen. So I got home and I was just like wandering around, like, you know, you, you know, you have these things to do, but you like, you're just useless kind of thing. You told me to try to nap. Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) I know. I always, I'm like, you're not going to listen to me, but I need you to go to bed. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going to nap. I'm like, okay, I did. I said it. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah. But no, for sure. I like lay down and just put the covers over my head. I'm like, this isn't happening. I don't know where he was. It must have been with, I don't know, with Lana or napping or something. But tried to nap. I had a bath. That kind of calmed me down a little bit. I had a bath. And then I like got up and I started cooking and I started cooking pink cups. I was cooking <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> All kinds of things. Oh yeah. So I like loaded my fridge because I knew I'm ravenous in the morning and I needed breakfast. So I started loading my fridge with breakfast. <laughs> totally like makes sense, right? When you're like. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And your mom was coming. So you wanted her to have a fridge. Oh, exactly. Mom was coming. Um, yeah, we kind of had, every, and that was another thing. We had everything in place. You know, we talked about a birth plan before and we had all that kind of stuff in place where what's going to happen with Drew, um, who's going to, you know, all those kind of things. Too. Yeah. Mom was on her way. Eventually we sent Drew to Lana's to mother-in-law's. So yeah, we put all those kind of things in place too. So what were you doing to help cope with? early stuff at home like contractions and all that stuff mm-hmm. um so I had borrowed a birth ball a birthing ball or like I would borrowed like exercise ball I borrowed an yeah. exercise ball from my neighbor so I was like trying to like you know I've seen videos of girls like bouncing on that swaying on that but that kind of seemed to stop everything mm-hmm. so the difference this time around too is that like I was excited when I'd get contractions and then when it would hurt I was like getting excited with Drew I was terrified like I actually thought I was dying well yeah it eventually was Claire too but I thought like this is bad this is pain right with Claire I felt like I was I I knew what was going on a little bit more I knew this yeah I didn't want this to extend longer than it had to so I tried to sit on the ball and it stopped. So I remember texting you and you said, well, try moving, get moving. So I started walking stairs and then, holy man, then they started coming. But it still was so manageable. Like I, yeah. I don't know, I would, sometimes I'd have to stop and just breathe. And I was like really into like swaying my hips, but it was really, it was really manageable. Like I, yeah, Kyle was scared, but... <laughs> Kyle in the back. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, actually, him and Drew were wrestling on the medicine ball while I'm like in labor, contracting and trying not to like lose my shit on them. Right? No, they're. I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. Yeah. Good thing I got that that ball to labor on. Yeah. Um. So that's what I did. Yeah. Wait. I just kept walking, walking, walking stairs. 
eating. I remember because I'm like, once I get there, they're not going to let me eat. So I was eating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's such a blur. Like, it seems like it was just an hour, but it was really, it was until eight o'clock at night. Yeah, because what time was this at? Ish. We got home. Let me see. I texted you at like 1230. Mm -hmm. and I was leaving Camrose. So I got home from Camrose at probably what, like 1.30? So this was all afternoon, 1.30, 2 o'clock, all afternoon. And then I started like timing them on my phone. I like downloaded an app really quick to time them because I couldn't remember to look at the clock yeah. or anything. So they started pretty far apart, like 20 to 30 minutes apart, I think. And that's when I was like, I don't know. I don't think that this isn't. And then all of a sudden they were like 10 minutes apart. And then all of a sudden they were like seven or eight minutes apart and getting a little more intense. So yeah, we had supper, we shipped Drew off because I was like, I was so irritable at this point. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to be snapping at your kid right before you go to have your second baby. So <laughs> we sent him yeah. over to, to grandma's. Yeah. Yeah. And we had supper. I don't remember what we ate, but we had supper and then, I remember asking you like, how long should we wait? And you said, well, as long as you're comfortable, but you don't want to be having really hard contractions in the car. Yeah. You're comfortable and you can't move. And so I kind of kept that in the back of my mind too. Cause like a big thing too, for these rural moms, like Irma is still a solid half hour ish drive. I mean, probably faster when Kyle drove, but like, um, <laughs> but like, it's not just like a quick thing in the city. Like, oh, we're only five minutes from the hospital. So we kind of have to time out these, how your labor's doing accordingly to your drive. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a baby on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, that was, I think that was even in the birth plan that you typed out. Like, yeah. Kyle's birth wishes. Don't have a baby on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah pack a shoelace bring yeah. a chip clip <laughs> so funny so we did it we headed to the hospital and it was all good i things really slowed down though whenever i sat down things yeah. really slowed down so i remember with drew trying to like make the pain go away and with claire i was like no 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 like keep it coming keep it coming right because, yeah yeah i knew things were progressing so yeah yeah we headed to the hospital mm -hmm. and then we got there. I was still fine though. Like we were joking. We were, you know, every once in a while to have to stop. Like it, it was making me stop at that point. And like, I couldn't just like laugh through it. Like I had to stop and, but they were fairly quick. And uh, we went into the room and it was the anesthesiologist. He, oh, I, I went to Viking because I went into labor early enough. So I didn't have to go to cameras. Because I went into labor early enough. I'd been texting my sister-in-law. She was at work. So I'd been texting her. And she told me that I had until about noon the next day. Because he was Yeah, like, it was like less than 24 hours that we had. Yeah. So like I had of the window. About noon the next day. And it was like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. <laughs> like I have any control, right? I think yeah. I can do by then, right? You can do this. Yeah. So we went. And he was the doctor that was on. So he checked me and everything and he said, yeah, I think you're about six centimeters. And I said, holy crap, like I'm doing okay. Like I can do this. Right. Yeah. Cause I was, again, I was, it was so different than contractions when I was induced. It was so different. And I didn't, 
didn't realize that. Like there was actually time in between to rest where it didn't hurt. Yeah. Whereas when I was induced, there was like maybe a little bit, but it just always hurt. It was just like one big cramp. Like, well, you're just going to get dosed up in a half an hour anyways. Like even if you yeah. were managing. Yeah. Induction yeah. is a, it's a whole different ball game. I tell that to yeah. a lot of the. Yeah. And it worked, but that was another thing I wanted to try to avoid is if I just wanted as natural as I could, um, you know, I never had this really hardcore birth plan that like I wasn't venturing from. I just knew it was flexible, but I wanted as natural as I could. So anyways, yeah. the, the contractions were so different. It was crazy. I could stop. We were joking. We were like, you know, I don't know. It was, it was like, like can I say fun? Is that weird? But like, it no, was. it was like you were, you managed so well, so well. So I was really shocked by that, how much different the contractions were. Um, mm -hmm. And then he swept, that doctor did another sweep. So he swept me again. And then, well, he actually asked me, he said, do you want an epidural right now? And I said, no, I'm fine. Right? <laughs> probably at six centimeters, that's probably a good time to get it, right? Yeah. But I don't know, but um, I said, no, I'm fine. I can do that. Okay, okay, fine. Well, I'll go home and you guys call me if you need me, okay? Yeah. Okay. So he swept me and then that's when I really started, like the contraction started getting a little more intense. Yeah. And I think we started walking around, right? Like we were walking through the halls and drinking water. And, and then that's when I think I started having contractions. I have to stop and hold on to the wall. And then you started like the hip squeezes. Mm -hmm. It was right about then, which I didn't know about either. Those hip squeezes are saviors. You must have like the I don't know. Yeah, muscle. look, look out the yeah. gun show. No, are you kidding? The next birth I go to because it's been so freaking long. I'm gonna be like, yeah, so funny. No, but yeah, you guys, Heidi managed so well. A big thing we talk about is um, like ranging like how moms cope well is like, are they relaxed between contractions? Do they have a rhythm during contractions? Are they able to find a ritual? So like Heidi was doing all those things and she was just killing the contraction game. And the funny thing is that I didn't go in. I didn't go in saying I want a natural birth. Like I said, I wanted it as natural as possible, but you know, if it gets too bad, I would say petunia. Right? <laughs> petunia. <laughs> Oh, freaking petunias. Not a safe word. So if it got bad and I couldn't handle it anymore, I would say petunia. And that's when yeah. it's like, okay, bring on, you know, bring on the good stuff. And yeah. I just didn't. It just, I was so, I was good for so long. I just did it. And I yeah. would say like, I'm almost, I'm almost kind of petunia. I'm almost yeah. petunia. And you're yeah. like, you're not but you're not right. And I said, no, I'm not. Okay. Well then don't worry about, cause I was so worried about an hour down the road. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm managing now, but what if I wait too long and then I can't get enough epidural, right? And yeah. So eventually I relaxed, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, um, believe how, I don't know. I was just, I was okay. Right. But I think it was also my mindset because I wasn't scared with you, I was scared. And I, I wasn't scared because I knew it was good. It was natural. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. dying. You were dying. And that's what I tell like moms too. And I remember our first meeting with you and I was like a huge thing, like going into your second birth, like your first birth, like 
it can be scary for the most part. Like your body's never done this before. You've mentally never gone to these places before. And so like when you're in the throes of labor the first time, everybody at some point is like, death is upon me. Yeah. I'm done. I'm going. And like, you think it's going to last for literally ever. Like you're never going to get a break. So I remember telling you like the one of the first times in my life, the biggest mindsets to like get out of the way is like, you're not going to die. Like, you're okay. Like everything happening to you is safe. Like is meant to be happening and it will end. I promise you won't be pregnant forever. Yeah. And I think that's what helped me get through them when it got harder too, was that's what you would say. You're like, it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. You're not dying. Right. Like, and um, yeah, like I just withdrew. I thought I was dying. So, and I thought it was bad. Like how can this be natural? This hurts so bad. This is bad. Right you tense up and then it all goes to hell. So yeah. Yeah. It was a lot more relaxed this time and mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Big mental change. Yeah. So yeah, we walked around for quite a while and then I think the nurse wanted to check the heartbeat. Is that mm-hmm. why we came back to the room? I think. Yeah. And I was starting to get uncomfortable. So we came back and I don't think we wanted my water to break all over the floor either. So we came back to the room and then I kind of got comfortable on a medicine, on a birthing ball on the table. Yeah. And I was like that for a long time, I think. Right. Like I was like laying You're on standing. It, swaying. Yeah. Yeah. Standing and leaning on it and swaying. Yeah. And then the hip squeezes, lots of distraction, like, from you and Kyle, like you guys were just kind of bantering back and forth, joking around, right? So that yes. was like very distracting, which is good. Like it wasn't yeah. too serious, it was light, it was, yeah. Yeah, and between got- the contractions, like we would shut up. Yeah. And then we would do our thing. Yeah. And then it was just like play. Like it was like pause, play, pause, yeah. play. Um, <laughs> no, it was good. And yeah, I remember the nurse saying too, like, like, you you guys are all doing so well like this is you know because it wasn't panic city right like yeah we were getting close and it was still like you know we were giggling and I don't know it was it was crazy it was crazy. it was it was a, it was a very good environment like you yeah. were doing well yeah. um and the big thing too we talk about is like if the mom's in a chill kind of space like she's relaxed and the room is relaxed like everybody who walks into that room is gonna kind of like take on yeah. that vibe too so no, yeah, and everyone was doing it. so like, good. She even commented on it. She felt it. She's like, it's so calm. And that was another difference this time, too, is how calm Kyle was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was because, well, it was the second time around we were more prepared, but it was also, I think you took a lot of pressure off of him, too. Mm-hmm. So he could just, like, be there and just give me water and just, like, you know, cheer me on rather than, like, first time it was like well what do you want me to do right and I'm like I don't know like we're both you know we're in panic mode so this time it was so much so much more relaxed he was more relaxed you know it was yeah it was good he had so much fun (laughs) isn't it like it's weird that I want to have another one just so I can do that again like is that weird (laughs) no do it do it no (laughs) oh god too 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 soon but (laughs) so then we went from then I think my legs started getting really sore. Very tired. Getting tired. And I can't remember if I crawled up on the bed first or if you just said, why don't you just get in the shower? I can't remember. But I think we did the shower first. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm, 
I don't know. But anyways, I went in the shower and, and stayed in there for a long time. Like hour and a half, two hours probably in the shower. Maybe that's long not a long time. time but it, it was a long time for like the amount of time I was in the hospital for yeah. sure. So, um, in the shower and, the, and then things started getting more intense. And I would say I remember a lot of like almost petunia, almost petunia, like, like, mm. I don't know how much longer I can take. And it was because of me thinking forward, like, if it's this bad right now, how bad is transition going to be? And I was like, already in transition. <laughs> right? So I was like, you know, and then you said, you can't think about that. You got to think about this contraption. Yeah. And that helped because it, it was like, I don't want to push this baby out with <laughs> nothing, you know, like, I don't want to feel that. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, in the shower and then the, the wand on my back with hot water for a long time. That yeah. helped. And then um, essential oils, like yeah. the peppermint. I was like huffing the peppermint and the lavender. Yeah. And the beads. You had the beads. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Oh my gosh. The beads. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, Justin Bieber's playing. You're like, that's my jam. I like it. <laughs> All so that kind funny. of stuff, like, I don't know. I didn't realize how much that stuff helps. I just thought, like, I don't need that. I'll just go in and have a baby. And, and all that stuff just made it, I don't know, so much more normal and calm and, I don't know, not so, what's the word? Feral? Like, yeah. Medical? Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. No, it was fun. I know it's funny now, like at the birth, I have my playlist going. I'm like hip squeezing. I'm like singing a song. <laughs> They're probably like, oh my God, do your job. But no, <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, you were rocking it in the shower. Rocking yeah, it. Yeah, and I think like I was, I didn't really get checked at all after the first time because I just felt like, I don't know, I never, I, I just kind of said, no, I'm fine. Like it's, things are happening. I know things are happening. I just knew. I don't know. Yeah. And I also, when you're sort of like that, it's, it's hard to want to lay down and, and, you know, get poked and prodded and stuff. So, so I, and I was in the shower, so that's kind of tricky. A shower is a great way to run away Mm -hmm. to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, For moms who really don't like being interrupted in their labor, um, they're naturally kind of like a, secluded like they kind of go into like their birth cavey type mode um the bathroom and the shower of any laboring place if you can run to it that's your go-to to kind of like not that you should run away from all the monitoring and everything but like if the nurses need to come find you they know where to come find you but it's kind of like a natural place where even for them they go oh clearly she's hiding in the bathroom clearly she doesn't want to be bugged right now so like it kind of just gives you like a little bit more time yeah to do your thing totally and I was and you guys would poke your heads in and be like are you okay and Kyle had the wand or you had the wand on my back I don't even know I was just remember like like spraying spraying stuff in there yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) just drenching you in herbals um there was at one point in time this poor nurse um she came to do like a fetal monitor check on you and I can't remember did she have I don't think she had the handheld Doppler or anything but she came to check I was on the wand and if you're in biking it's kind of a weird setup with the doors like you it's like an accordion like you turn this way this side opens up and you go 
anyways, so she had, she was coming down on one end. <laughs> I had my wand going. I'm like trying to talk to her and like do Heidi's back at the same time during contractions slash keep the calmness going. I'm like <laughs> doing this and listening and Heidi can't see me. So my face can do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I accidentally like just blasted her with the poor hose. It was this poor girl. She's probably like, what a bitch. But I didn't mean to do it to you if you're watching. I apologize. Well, and she, you were really good too because I, I was really irritable at that point, right? And I did not want to talk to anybody. I did not. So like, yeah, this poor girl was poking her head in, trying to ask me like how far apart or thing, you know, and, and then can you come out and get, you know, and I was ready to just snap. So you're, you know, you did a, a good job of come with me, come talk to me. I know what's going on, yeah. right? Well, yeah. I, could, I was not in conversation mode at all. Yeah, so, and I remember after that, I, I bought us a few minutes anyways yeah. to uh, yeah. give her the update on how things are going. Yeah, and like <sighs> things were happening fast. So I, yeah. But then I did have to come out because I think she eventually was like, okay, we need to check baby. So <laughs> yeah, hour two, we're like, fine. <laughs> fine. Get out. Yeah, and I, I remember I had a hard time walking by that point. So you guys had to like help me get back to the bed. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, must have strapped it on me, tech baby. And then, and then I was up on hands and knees, I think on the bed. Yeah, you were doing, I think you were between hands and knees and your legs were so tired. Yeah. Um, we were kind of going between sideline and hands and knees. Yeah. And then eventually I said, I, well, I was on hands and knees and like I was managing, it was getting bad. It was getting bad, but I was managing the pain, but my legs were shaking so bad. Yeah. So then I think I said, can I lay on my back for a little bit? Yeah. And then you guys helped me lay on my back and instantly it was like, oh no, no, that, no, that no, no, no. awful, 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 awful. But then they had to check baby, I think they had to check me. So I think I was stuck like that for a little bit. That's when, like, oh, when they checked and you were fully, yeah, yeah, it was like, what happened? I think you were going from like a sideline to a hands and knees, and your water had broke, like on rotation, like, or did I don't remember. I just remember. I think my water broke right when Claire came out. Remember, like, I think Doctor Doctor Nima got a shower, but. <laughs> It was, uh, I can't remember. My legs were sore, flipped on my back. Terrible idea. Terrible yeah. idea. And then, yeah, the nurse wanted to check. But I started, this was when I was, like, losing my mind. And I was petunying hard. Yeah. But it was too late. <laughs> it was definitely too late. And I knew, you know, you're in the middle of that, you know it's too late. But mm -hmm. I, was, I was, like, something, anything. Like, shoot something in my leg. I don't know. Like, just take the edge off and then they brought in the gas. Yeah. The laughing gas. So then I was on that laughing gas, but it was, if I would have stayed on my hands and knees, I think it would have been, or like I was propped up on the bed on my knees, but it, that would have been better. It was when I flipped to my back, it was just like a change in pressure. It, it, it was all, that was, yeah. I haven't met one person that was like, this feels amazing on my back. Yeah. Like nobody likes it. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. 
So <laughs> no, but that's when I knew, like, that's when I, I'm like, okay, this is transition a hundred percent. Like, holy crap. I'm actually done now, but it can't be for very long. I know it's not yeah. for very long. Right? Yeah. And I look back in your notes and it feels like it was like hours, but I look back in your notes and I think it was like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't as fast. Because I remember the nurse being like, oh, I think it's going to be like X amount of time. You're like, don't tell me anything. Yeah. 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 And I remember when we were talking about, you're like, oh, I'm like, you were like, oh, I think I'm taking a petunia. And, and then she's like, don't be a hero. Yeah. And I thought you were going to throw a punch. (laughs) You're like, like, you have to be a hero. She's not going to get anything. She's so far along. Yeah. And then we, like, everybody knew at that point that it was too late. There's no way I was laying over and getting an epidural. It was too late. The baby was coming way too fast. Um, So we we all knew. I was asking, kind of asking for it, but I knew in the back of my mind it was too late. When you hear that it's too late, like when girls say that, like I knew it was too late. It hurt way too yeah. bad. It was too way late. Too bad. But we had you on the gas. Antinox. Yes. Right yeah. now you can't get Antinox, which you can't feels yeah. you can't get Antinox right now. Okay. They're too worried about things going airborne. Mm. Someone catching a COVID. Right. Airborne. Which really sucks i mean i get it but i don't get it but anyways but um that's a big huge coping mechanism for moms trying to do the natural route so not having that um girls are just really dialing into that breathing well i guess like when you don't have that option kind of like not having it you don't have much choices at the very end anyways you just kind of have to yeah grit through it yeah Oh, yeah. No, no, that helped me because at least it was like a distraction for a while. And that's kind of all I needed, right? Was like something to take. Like, I don't even know if it, it didn't take the pain away, but it it helped me focus on my breathing. Mm -hmm. And I remember at one point the nurse is saying, easy, Heidi, easy, Heidi, because I was like, oh, I was talking that thing. Like, easy, Heidi, easy. Um, but it helped, it helped, like, helped me breathe, and it helped me take, and then afterwards, you'd get, like, a little bit of a buzz, right, so, yeah, but, yeah, so I, I had that, and I had that with Drew, too, and it, it helped for a while, too, yeah, so, it's too bad that you can't get that right now, yeah, it sucks, I feel bad mm-hmm. for the girls right now, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so, I think then, like, shortly after that, I started feeling the urge to push, yeah, it was, like, yeah, like I thought I was going to die. And then all of a sudden it was like, I felt like I had to push and the doctor wasn't there. So it was like, no, 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 you can't push. Yeah. Like you tell a lady with a like crowning that you can't push, right? Yeah. So I was back up on the bed on my hands and knees or like, yeah, like supported. It's kind right? of like a supported kneeling kind of. Um, so Heidi had the bed all the way up the top of the bed. Um, she was backwards, like hugging the top of the bed, like hands, knees. It's more like a supported kneeling kind of position, mm-hmm. but you and that was it. probably my favorite because then you're not standing and like wearing yeah. your legs out as bad. Yeah. So, yeah, then I started, and that was like something else, feeling that urge to push. Like, yeah. So I knew, I knew too. Well, they did check and they said, okay, you're, well, they checked and then. She had to get a second opinion, remember? 
Mm, yes. She's like, I'm not totally sure. And I, I actually almost kicked her because it, I was so uncomfortable. For anybody who's been checked that late and heavy into labor, it's not even a, it doesn't no. even register. No. So to think of having somebody else check after that, I was like, but anyway, she came in and, and she did. Another nurse came in and she did. And she goes, oh yeah, she said baby's head is right there. Like we're good to go. Right. Yeah. So that's when, yeah, I was definitely feeling the urge to push. Doctor wasn't there. So the nurses, everybody's behind me. So I can't see anything because I'm yeah. up underneath. That was, that was different. Like I couldn't see anything. Yeah. I couldn't like, all I could hear was like things clattering and like they're getting, you were telling me, you were like, I'm like, kind of, look at me. Yeah. And you're like, ready. This is good. Right. They're yeah. babies coming. And then but doctor's not here, so you can't push. You didn't say this, but the nurse said, you can't push yet, so you have to pant. And I'm like, do what you want. Do what you want to do. I'm like, okay, you figure this out, right? So, sure, I did pant a little bit. I remember I was pushing because I couldn't help it. Yeah. Like it was happening, but I was panting a little bit. And then the doctor came flying in, good morning. And he was like, what the heck? You didn't take any drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't now, fucker. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on. So he was like, I remember he was like, got dressed really fast. And then he said, okay, how do you need to flip over on your back? And, nope. Not happening. Been there, done that. No, no. Okay. I guess we're delivering like this. He said, yep. So then like, it seriously felt like two pushes and she just flew out. I don't know. It might have been more than that, but holy man. Like, it was not very long. You were quite holy, efficient. That was intense. And I think my water broke at the same time. And that's what the doctor said. If it would have broke earlier, it probably would have been like two hours faster. Yeah. But water broke and she like flew out. It was, it was wild. It was, yeah, what a sensation. <laughs> I'm just so proud of you because again like um I always tell people like with unmedicated births for the most part it's like you've set yourself up in a situation for instance like a birth center there's not really much so like you know that it's that's your only option or I'm like or like for the most part like you plan on it and you're at a hospital type situation I'm like or it just kind of sneaks up on you and like that's your only option so I'm like those are the moms that, because everyone's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And you're like, I don't oh, know. Oh, like, I, I just. Well, I didn't mean to, but it happened. And you know what? Like, it's funny because Kyle asked, we were talking about this the other day again, because we were just chatting about this, this chat. And he said, well, would, I was telling him what it felt like. And he said, well, would you do it again? And I said, probably. He's like, oh my God. He said, what is wrong with women? Like, you were just explaining to me that it felt like your insides were going to explode. Yeah. And you say, do it again. And I said, well, probably. Yeah. That's, they, they don't get it. It's crazy. It is just yeah. crazy. It was so, just like mind blowing. Like, yeah, it was wild. So, oh, yeah. Wow. So, Heidi delivered Claire on hands and knees, which. I want to make sure everyone knows that you can do, anybody can do it. Um, everyone generally goes to the old fashioned on your back. For the most part, it's easier for everybody else except mom. 
in that position. Obviously, sometimes it's you know required and better for you and baby, but for the most part, if you're a very healthy, nothing's going crazy, you can jump into any position you want to push. So that was Heidi's position. That was her go-to, and it worked so well for her. And I just so said, well. like the doctor asked, he asked me nicely, and I just said no, and he said okay let's do it this way right so yeah I mean if there was maybe an issue he would have told me right I can remember him being at that birth and he walked in and literally was like gloving up and like Heidi was like almost crowning like not Heidi was but like Claire was like crowning and he's like doing his like chatty chat putting on his gloves and then he asked you that and then he's like okay and so he's like like trying to like coordinate what to do because like it's opposite on hands and knees and it is to like yeah so so funny I remember him being like okay <laughs> I don't remember how to do it but no it was cool um so I'm glad that they supported you with that I mean they didn't have a oh, choice yeah. in that moment but I'm glad yeah. that they were supportive of that yeah I, the one thing he goes oh yeah no like after the fact he goes it, it, that's fine he goes it just makes a hell of a mess <laughs> <laughs> it, it is quite messier I yeah. mean but whatever yeah yeah oh my goodness so you gave birth to your little girl what went through your head I just like I I couldn't I actually couldn't believe that I did that it was the first I was like in disbelief I was like what just happened I was so happy she was out but like I couldn't see anything right so I was like I could hear her crying but I was on my hands and knees I like like couldn't see anything. Yeah. Um, I was just so relieved, but so exhausted. Yeah. I just remember you like going like, like just head in your hands, just like, oh my gosh. Never, like I kind of always thought it would be cool to have like unmedicated, to have an unmedicated birth, but I just never ever thought I could do it. Right? I thought I'd get to the point, I'd be like, just give me an epidural, this is awful. Yeah, I think I was just I was in such disbelief. It's I was like an out of body experience. Like it was just it was wild. It was really really wild. wild. That's the only way to describe it. Yeah, you get pretty primal in the end. I mean, there's a lot of coaching and a lot of prep, and I always tell like with my clients too, like I can get you to like this one point, but at some point in time, it's all you. You have to do whatever you have to do in those moments to get through it. So like, I'm here to kind of like guard and rail you, like. So you don't bump off the sides too much, but like, yeah. it's all you at that point. So like, holy, no, you but rock it. Takes, it. Like, it takes a lot to get to that point, right? Like, yeah. it, and it was all the distractions. It was the changing of positions. It was the hip squeezes. It was like, you know, when I was starting to lose it, it's like, okay, let's try this. Okay, let's yeah. try this. It's just like, you're like a master of distraction, right? Like, okay, yeah. hey, smell this. Okay, listen yeah. to this, okay, right? Like, and you're just you're good for so long and then mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody kind of loses it at that one point because it's yeah. like it's intense but then there's no going back and baby's coming and it's really it's not long once you hit that spot no um, but yeah it's crazy and so I just couldn't I couldn't I was in disbelief I was like did that really happen like, oh, and then that, it was like why why did I do that at first like it was like why did I do that that was crazy but but I was like so pumped that I did it at the same time right yeah like it's a pretty it's a it's an unreal feeling and like any vaginal birth but like there's this when you go to this deep dark place all by yourself and come out of it you're just like oh my god yeah I did it it was like 
I don't know, I don't want to scare people, but I like <laughs> described it, I think like, like a tortured animal at one point, right? Like crazy. But then you come out of it and you're fine. That's the craziest part is like, literally the baby comes out and it's over. You're fine. It's done. Yeah. Nope. Like little pain, right? Like it, it's done. So even when you're pushing, like it wasn't at that point, it wasn't painful pressure, but it yeah. wasn't like that searing pain. Yeah. And then it's over. It's not something that lingers on and no. it's over. It's done. Just boom, done. It's crazy. Our bodies are just nuts. Yeah. Like the fact that they can even do that just still blows yeah. my mind. Every single time I see it, I'm just like, you did that. You're crazy. No, but it's so cool. So how was it afterwards? So we got you onto your back yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then um, he was doing his thing. I remember he still gave me the gas because um, the stitching and everything was quite uncomfortable because you're not numb, right? No. So that was uncomfortable, but I had the gas. Did they, I don't really, they probably, did they put her on me right away? Yeah, I'm sure, right? And then- I know the doctors in Viking, I find that they do the delayed cord clamping. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as that's done, then you get the baby on your mm -hmm. chest. I think as soon so, as I flipped over, they gave me the baby. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I was holding her. That was really nice, too, because with um, my first one, I got to hold him right away. Yeah. But I hemorrhaged, like, right away. So I threw him to my husband, basically, because I was, I was going to be sick and I was hemorrhaging. He didn't breastfeed right off the bat because he was a preemie, and they told me he probably wouldn't be able to. So he didn't breastfeed. I had him on me for maybe, like, 15 minutes, had to get rid of him. And then I didn't see him for 12 hours. So that was another thing. This was so neat because I was just laying there. I was fine, right? Yeah. I wasn't, I was totally alert. I, it was, it was crazy sitting there holding her, having like these full on conversations after what I had just gone through. And then she started like trying to make her way up to breastfeed, like all by herself, yeah. which was cool. And then the doctor said, cause I was kind of like, uh, what do I do? And he goes, well, give her what she wants. Yeah. We got her on right the dead. Yeah. We got her on right away and you kinda of helped me uh get her on and it was it was crazy. Yeah, she I, just went to town. Yeah. She was Yeah, and like minutes after she was born, right? Whereas mm -hmm. it was a struggle because she was premature and the latch wasn't there and so it yeah, it was really cool. And that's exactly what I wanted was just to be a lot more just like of a natural thing, right? Yeah. So that was really cool. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And guys, like this whole time this was happening, like Kyle was right beside her, like, <laughs> like he was like the happiest guy on planet Earth. He was just yeah. so jacked. He was just so happy. Never left my shoulder level. Like nope. one of those guys that goes down there. Not nope. at all. But yeah, didn't even, I remember I told you, don't even ask him if he wants to cut the cord because that's not happening. But yeah, <laughs> up here, like coaching me. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was awesome. No, you guys did mm -hmm. so good. You were such a team. And again, too, like, I feel like having the doula really frees up the dad sometimes to do exactly what he feels like he needs to do in the moment. So um, I try to get dads as involved as they want to be. Um, but like, all Kyle needed at that point was to know that like his wife was taken care of. 
and then he could do all the things that he needed to do. He was there. He was like your cheerleader, yeah. your water boy. He was like, yeah. You didn't it. have to worry about like, you know, when you like, we, I read books, we did classes, everything with our first baby, but we still, you got in, into it and we didn't know what to do. So he's yeah. like rubbing my back and I'm like, don't, you know, don't touch me. <gasps> Thing, right like so it was like there's a lot of tension the first time because we neither yeah. of us do this time was so much more calm because it was like oh the water was right there because christy ran and got it or oh yeah. um whatever right Did so pick any of these shows so much more mary woke up <laughs> hello oh she's just gonna takes her ipad and leaves does a quick grant she's like i i always tell her like if you have a nap you can have an ipad and she's like okay yeah she could like walk by she's like what a kid no that was you yeah your birth was pretty incredible like you just and again too like these want like you didn't plan to have an unmedicated birth so like um, I always tell people too, like, be very open-minded. Like, um, this, like, this is the first plan. Like, um, yeah, for sure. Super unmedicated, supernatural, all the things. Um, and in our meetings, we talk about all the things that could happen that can alter our kind of plan A type scenarios. So, but like everything lined up perfect for this baby and Claire. So like, um, no, you guys just nailed it. You did so good. And in the so back happy. of my mind, like I said before, I always thought it would be cool, right? But I never thought I was that person to have an unmedicated birth. Because it was like, why would you? Like, just yeah. take these drugs and it's gone. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy I did it. The recovery was, was really good. Yeah. And even the anesthesiologist came in in the morning, like he was the doctor on rotation. And he said, you never called me. He said, no, didn't need you. And he said, well, you know what? He said, your recovery is going to be, it's going to be really good because it's way different I find right yeah yeah it was it was cool yeah because even from my birth like my first birth with Mary I had an epidural and then I had a birth with Rose and it's just like again all these things that can happen sometimes you need an epidural there's times and places for everything but with my birth with Rose again like yours things were happening very fast like it progressed quickly um, so I didn't need one or <laughs> didn't have time for one. Right. So, um, again, my recovery was way different too. I think when you have that control over your body, you can kind of, you know, push where you need to push and yeah. it's just a lot easier sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness. Just it's fun to talk about it again. It's so good to talk mm-hmm. about. It. And like, you're saying too, like, oh, I don't know about my story, but like, I think it's so important that again, people in our community can like see a face and mm-hmm. know that like these things are possible in yeah. Irma. They know that it's possible in tiny little towns of Alberta. So, yeah. no, I think it's so cool. So you well, say you're po- like we're in a small town. You can get a doula. You can labor mm-hmm. however you want. You can push on your hands and knees and deliver. You can go in the shower. You you yeah. know you don't. You don't you don't have to be in the city to do those types of things yeah like you you can you have you just don't people just don't realize that you just think you go in this is what you do you lay down and you have a baby right and yeah, yeah you have options and you don't have to be in a big center definitely no for sure and like that's a big thing too like bringing 
bringing these options or even if you don't have a do just like knowing that you do have all these options out there like mm -hmm. um and I really try to get away from like I don't want to call them like cookie cutter births but for the most part like and I can't really blame them either but like for the doctors and nurses like this is could potentially be their fourth birth that day so like yeah. is it that exciting mm, probably not like it just did three so like but like for that individual family, like this is the most exciting day of like their life events. So like, let's make it the most it can be. So yeah. <sighs> I'm so excited that you guys had me there. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And it was like a, a late decision in the pregnancy, right? But like, holy, from that moment, like when I said, sign me up, it went from like, like anxiety to I'm excited. Like, yeah, this is going to be good, right? So oh, that's so good. Yeah, it was cool. I'm, yeah, no regrets. So from the time I said sign me up, I never once thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Like, no, yeah. no way. No Probably buyer's remorse? <laughs> What's that? No buyer's remorse? No, no. And <laughs> Kyle will just like rave to other dads. He'll just like, yeah. oh, I would have paid her double. I would have paid her triple, right? Like, so yeah. yeah. That's so cute. No, I'm so glad. And it's that too, like you don't get to hear it too many times from the dads, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of, but no, I'm excited that Kyle was so good with it. Yeah, I've he overheard other dads and it's so, it's pretty cute. Yeah. That is well, we, cute. We ran into another couple. We found out that, that they brought you on board and he was like, yeah. Christy's the best, you best. <laughs> right, because that's usually me. Like, I'm usually totally like, yeah, how great it was and how nice it was to have you there. And it was Kyle. So that was kind of, that was <laughs> That's funny. I went and did that meet and greet with that couple that you're talking about. And they're like, yep, talk to Kyle and Heidi. <laughs> like, good. Oh, yeah, good. that's so good. Oh, man. So you said your recovery wise went pretty good. It did. You know, I, I did. I did notice a bit of a difference because we had a two-year-old at home. Yeah. So I wasn't just planted on the couch, right? So it um, did take a little bit longer. And because with Drew, we were in the NICU for 10 days. So I literally sat in a chair and pumped and nursed for 10 days. Like I yeah. like, didn't move, right? So it took a little bit longer. Um, and I, I do think I maybe tore a little bit more too because I just kind of blasted her out. But um, <laughs> It still was still was good. It was all good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nothing crazy. That's good. No and swelling. That was another no thing. Swelling. Like my legs and my feet didn't swell even a little bit. With yeah. Drew, I I was induced. I had an epidural. I hemorrhaged. I was pumped full of all these drugs. My legs, my face, everything. Like I was so swollen. It was so painful for a long time. And, oh, uh, totally. Like, um, when you're on IV fluids for a day plus, yeah. and then for the most part, if you have an epidural or if you have any other complications, like you're still on IV. So like, yeah, you can swell up a lot with yeah. all those fluids. Well, so, a lot of fluids through the old body. Oh, Avoiding all of that, it was just, mm -hmm. it was so, I was like, like normal the next day, you know, like I was sore and everything, but it was wild. Yeah. That's yeah. so, cool. so cool. And breastfeeding, how did that go? Breastfeeding was good. Um, that was another thing that I was really hoping was a little more natural the second time. I used, yeah. um, I had used a nipple shield with Drew for like 10 months. I used it because yeah. his latch just wasn't there. And when you have like bigger boobs, it's 
I think sometimes tricky too, right? With a little newborn head and like yeah, so, your boobs this big, yeah. and then your their little mouths are like this big. Yeah, so it was good. Like she latched right away, no problem. She was getting what she needed, but I did. It was like I don't remember how. It was the first week still, I think. Yeah, but it was still incredibly, incredibly painful. Probably, I don't even, I want to say maybe day five. I was like, yeah. I don't know, like this, I know it's going to hurt at first, but I was like, uh, there's got to be a way to make this feel better. So I did use the shield for a couple days, but then I called up my sister-in-law because she's, yeah. so that's a, that was a huge resource too. Still is. Yeah. So, so everyone out there, like the mama coach, Bailey Lawson, she's, She's your girl. I always um, hook her up with many of my clients, like breastfeeding. Because again, too, like I am from out of town and I know Bailey's really local. She's an incredible resource. She's a lactation consultant slash RN slash magic lady slash superhuman. Mm -hmm. So like anything babies or kids, anything. Yeah. She's your girl. So yeah, no, I know she helped you out, which was great. Yeah. So I called her in like it wasn't it wasn't a major issue, but it was really uncomfortable. So that mixed with like the after pains yeah. was just like I was really uncomfortable. So she just said, well, why don't I come in and just check it out and see if I can help you out. So literally she helped me for five or 10 minutes. She watched. She showed me. I knew the different positions, but she actually really helped me get yeah. into the position. So we did more of a football hold. Mm -hmm. And then really did the sandwich yeah. right? with, with the boobs. So you, you got to shove, yeah, you got to shove the whole thing oh, in there. One second. Yeah. Oh, nice. I feel like this is an appropriate time to bring yeah. out my fake, my fake boobies. So this is. Yeah, oh. exactly. And I was <laughs> like, no, like squish it like squish yeah. it shove the whole thing in there exactly yeah. like make it like a pancake yeah and, and it was literally five or ten minutes and boom it was fine it didn't hurt like I had to heal a little bit because it, it was sore but so yeah seriously if if you are even second like thinking about for a second that it could be more comfortable call Bailey or call a lactation consultant. Like, just do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, buddy. And then since then, it's been super easy. Yeah, like, so natural. So, so that's, yeah, I feel really lucky with that. She's, she's eats a lot. We're, like, she's 10 months now, so it's not so much. But she, she likes to, to eat, for sure. <laughs> she likes her grub. Yeah. She is so sweet, you guys. Little Claire. She's just getting into all the things now. She is. What a kid. So you mm -hmm. felt very supported, very well off for this birth. That's good. Yeah, totally different. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's like a happy, like I can talk about it and I'm, it's, it's exciting and it makes me smile and it's not, it's not traumatic. The person mm -hmm. was slightly traumatic and then I had quite a bit of anxiety afterwards with the baby and everything and this one was I don't know it was so much more relaxed it was happy and exciting and yeah it was cool and I like to talk about it all the time so <laughs> I know everyone's like I talked to Heidi and <laughs> she had you as your doula and I'm like yes <laughs> Heidi's the best 
No, that really makes me excited. And I'm just so happy to have gone on that journey with you. Mm -hmm. Just the best. Just the best. And thanks for being my first vaginal birth birth story on the thing. Um, Again, it's just, I just like, I like you guys to know that there is happy, positive stories going around. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. the goal here. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it was like, it was enjoyable. Like I said, I would like, it seems really weird, but like I would, because it was enjoyable. I'm like, Oh, I, I will do it again. <laughs> right? Do it. Not saying I'm going to, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's so funny. Kyle's yeah. like going to be like, no that's so good um do you have any like advice to give anybody pregnancy Um, anything well get a doula (laughs) okay so that's what i tell people if you're if you even thought about it for a second get a doula like just don't even second guess yourself right um but also like get get help from if you need any help just get it like I mean from your community from your family definitely but also like if you're having any trouble with breastfeeding call a lactation consultant if you're having any trouble with sleep call a sleep consultant like there is nothing wrong with that's what they're there for and it literally can change your life in minutes or in like it could take a week and your kid could be sleeping so that's my like I honestly I really people that like you can pay hundreds of dollars I think you posted this you can pay hundreds of dollars on a stroller right yeah but people are almost like ashamed to get help with feeding isn't that sad but But like like, again it's something we grew up with right like our poor mothers like wasn't any options for them so like they just had to like yeah people as I'm playing with this titty like they just (laughs) um hello Drew Oh, okay. So he's like, ah, there's people. No, but um, that's super important that Heidi brought up. Like, motherhood is tough, but it doesn't have. You don't have to suffer through motherhood. No. Like, there are resources out there to help you. Whether like whatever season of life, I gotta get rid of this boob. Um, <laughs> whatever season of life that you're in, like, um, there's help. So yeah, you know, that's awesome. And just how like because. If you ask, you know, wait as long as you want, but if you ask for help when your kid is a year old and it's like, holy man, I could have done this at like two months old yeah. and we could have been, you know, or whatever it is, just yeah. do it. Just do yeah. it. Yeah. I agree. So that's what we've, I don't know, we're big, like sleep for us is life changing. We're not the best people if we don't sleep. So we've always You're been. married to a Parsons. I just, I remember that all they did was sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, Bubs, you want to, oh, it's three o'clock. Sorry, you're not up yet. Like, hey, Bailey. Okay. See you at supper. There's no shame in asking for help. (laughs) No, for sure. No. Well, I'm so glad that you have such a good experience. Um, It just makes me so happy. Yeah. All good. Well, buddy. Well, thank you so much for coming on, taking the time to meet with me. And again, once this is all over, I, I'm going to have like a week long of like visiting people. I'm going to like <laughs> ship my children off to Annette because she hasn't had to deal with them for this long. <laughs> and I'm just going to like uh, tour the countryside of all these people, but too funny. Well, thanks again, Heidi. 
and have a great rest of your day. You too. Okay, see you, bud. See you later. Thank you so much to Heidi for coming on and sharing your beautiful birth story with us today. If you guys would like any more information regarding her story, please just reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Lil Doula on the Prairie. I would be happy to connect you guys and get you any more information. And another huge thank you to everybody who joined us today and listened. Make sure you join us next week for another episode of Birthing on the Prairies where we will hear from families right here in our communities about their beautiful birth stories. See you next time.